Just be racist, sexist, or homophobic. <laughs> wow, nice rush, Spawn Peak. Kill yourself. Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Arnam Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And today we are going to talk about the showdown at Fort Truth. Dun, dun. That's not the noise it that makes. It's close enough. I don't think it's close at all. I don't know how that's going to come over on the mic. Uh, apart from that, we also have Clash and the deployable shields back in the game for realsies. Uh, and then we'll talk about the current state of Ranked, and then we'll get into listener questions as we always do. Yeah, and a Reddit post of the week. Oh, yeah. Chris has a Reddit post this week that he wants to share with the community. It's pretty good. Yeah. Let's start with Clash and the deployable shields, because that should be pretty quick. Okay. So there is a post from Oopy Nodi. Or... The world just happened to me. I lost it. There's Hold a on. post from Ubinati, uh, uh on the old subreddit. Yeah. He says, deployable shields in Clash are re-enabled and reactivated on live servers for both PC and console in all game modes. Um, so they decided the tests on the test server were successful. And so they put the deployable shield ammo count back to one and Clash is now available again. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Okay. So okay. you're, I was just a little bit ago. I'm like shaking my head at my screen. Ryan's like, what are you looking at? And I was like, Oh, you'll hear about it. So he says, please report to us on our six If you notice any issues with deployable shields and or clash after the change. So after he had said this, I was looking at the rainbow six TTS subreddit and someone had mentioned the IQ glitches back, or whatever. And it got a ton of upvotes. I was like, Oh, here we go again or whatever. There's no R six fix link. No like proof that it's back. Then there's another post like same thing. Like, Oh, just give her her frags back or do something. Cause the glitch is back. And like, there's a lot of people asking them, do you have proof or do you have an R6 fix link or like anything? Or are you just like saying, oh, it's back because you want karma. Anyway, so I went to R6 fix, like try to look for one. This is what I found. I found 87 pages on the R6 fix website of the same person spamming this R6 fix. Script alert 666 script. It is 87 pages of that one. So you literally like... I went on there. I went to the next page because I'm like looking at the most recent ones in the TTS. I'm on page three and it's just fill of that. Page four, fill of that. I skipped to page 87, still filled of that. Somebody is attempting a cross-site scripting attack. Literally 87 pages of it. I'm like, this is why I don't trust R6 Fix because you guys aren't even on there enough to like realize someone spammed your whole entire like R6 Fix thing. Like nobody's doing anything about it and you just let it sit there. Yeah. So you think you want me to trust this thing that it's actually going to do something when you let like stuff like this happen? It does seem like one of those things that they're like, hey, we have this great initiative and they went and put it up and then like everybody forgot about it as soon as it like launched. Yeah. Which is annoying. It's like, why'd you even bother? Granted. Okay. I will say this was, it did, it was posted on July 6th. So it was posted yesterday on Saturday. So I mean... I can understand, like, there's no one there on the weekend trying to fix it, right? (laughs) But still, like, someone shouldn't be allowed to just spam. Like, something needs to happen about that. That can't just be allowed to be on their website. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They should have some sort of uh, time limitation on how often you can post it or whatever. But anyway. um, Anyway. Well, I mean, it's good to hear that it's only been a day and it's over the weekend. I'm sure it'll be fixed shortly. Let's hope. Let's hope by the time you hear this, you can't go to our six fix and find the same guy that... Yeah. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Deployable shields and clash are back. As far as we can tell, there doesn't seem to be any Right. There's no no issues. proof that anything's wrong with anything at all. Which is great. Yeah. Glad to have Clash back because she certainly didn't need that hit on her pick rate. <laughs> no, she did not. And yeah. She it's funny, she's back in like the first ranked game I played, she was banned. I was like, Are you serious? Like Clash? That's pretty like, funny. All right. Nobody wants to play against Clash, I guess. So speaking of deployable shields, good thing they're back because they are in the new game mode, which is called Showdown at Fortress. I say new game mode. What I mean is new event. Yeah. It is a new game mode, but it's an event. It's not. I mean, it's definitely a new game mode. Yes, absolutely. So if you haven't heard anything about this, let's break it down. Uh, first of all, you should go play it because it's pretty cool. It is cool. Like, it's it's not Siege. You don't expect it to be Siege because that's not at all what it is. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's very different from, from typical Siege. So... Uh, what it is is a three-on-three mm-hmm. game mode. Um, it's loosely 
uh, secure area, but it's not like in a building that the attackers attack. It's a fully new map. It's sort of just this like outdoor western looking town arena type map. Uh, defense spawns on one side, attackers spawn on the other side, akin to like a Counter Strike or a Call of Duty Search and Destroy, and you sort of just run at each other and fight it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, three on three. Uh, so the defenders start, well, they actually do start like in the objective, which is sort of right. like a small church building yeah. type of thing. Um, but, but they can run out and like go attack you on the outside yeah. part of the thing. Um, let's see. Everybody has, uh, the defenders have the oh, so 12 weapens. Yeah. The Bosch, tw- which G12 is the, the vigil uh, shotgun. Yeah. I'm trying to, what's the, the slug shotgun? The slug. Yeah. That Vigil and Dokubi have. And then everybody has the Magnum mm-hmm, that uh, Monty and, and Rook and Doc and company yeah. have. Um, what else? So on defense, they have deployable shields and barbed wire. And then on offense, they have smoked grenades and frags. Yep. And that's the same for everybody. Nobody can use special gadgets. There's no drones. There's no barricades or reinforcements. Right. Minute 30 timer. Yeah, no no class selection at all. Nope. So there's five operators on each side, but it's pretty much just choosing your armor and speed rating and right. whatever skin you want. Because apart from that, they're all exactly the same. Correct. Um, And then... And the HUD's reduced a little bit? The HUD is reduced. So you can't see your health. You can't see your ammo count. Um, No crosshair. No crosshair. And there's, there's no sights, no attachments, anything like that. No. Um, And then everybody is wearing cool cowboy-looking yeah, stuff. Yeah, they actually did a really good job on the artwork, I'll say, for like the uniforms and stuff. Yeah, so... I, I think the events, they really do a good job. Like, the Rainbow's Magic one was all pretty funny. Like, that was good. Yeah, the artists certainly have a good time yeah. with the events. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did a good job. They're, yeah, they're keeping themselves employed over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, like it's a really great like aesthetic of of the the sh- the law versus the gang, right? And so, uh, I guess defenders are the gang, and they're defending their like gold right. that they've stolen or whatever. Which right. it's it's just regular secure, secure area. area. Um, and then attackers are the the police coming after them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody has like seriously these amazing skins and everything that like that you can you'll unlock a couple of packs by playing or whatever and then you can buy packs um but i like i love just about every single skin in there like i think kai's a little weak he's sort of just like a brown and white cow leather type thing yeah you didn't really like alibis or an alibi similar you? and it's kind of weak but like all the other ones i think are freaking amazing yeah i guess so all the operators in it are maverick ash twitch capital and glass on attack Mm-hmm. Alibi, Kaid, Kavera, Maestro, and Rook on defense. Yep. Uh, so that's basically the breakdown. Have any other like details before we kind of jump into it? No, that's that's how it is. That's it. Yeah, it's um, it's your basic. It's if you're trying to think of like what the map is like, it's your basic three lane like Counter Striker Call of Duty map, yeah. basically. Although, Very although small. it's it's yeah, it's really small and it's pretty open. Yeah. Um. So okay. Before we get into talking too much about the map, uh, just like the dates on it. So it started on Wednesday, like the day our last episode came out. We actually I, wanted to record a quick thing about like what we thought about it before it released. But we uh, didn't get a chance. So uh, anyway, it came out on Wednesday, and it's going until July sixteenth, which is next Tuesday. Came out on Tuesday, actually. It did come out on Tuesday, or um, even Monday. Yes, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday the second. So, yeah, and so it's running until the 16th, so by the time you hear this, you've got about another week to play it. Yep. Um, okay, so let's get into the map then. So, like you said, it's really small. Tiny. Uh, I really like that, like, it is, it's it is like, three lanes in mm-hmm. a way. Like, there's definitely, like, uh, like, walls to direct you in certain paths, but then, like, it's very open and vertical still. Mm-hmm. So, like... There's a lot of like little staircases and overpasses and stuff. And like I say a lot, it's a really small map. So by a lot, I mean like two or three, right? But, <laughs> but, but it feels like a yes. lot of like different right. angles from like a, you can like get up onto like a little bridge and see like an angle across. Or you can kind of see the whole map, obviously, but then you're exposed. And so that's yes. like super dangerous. Um, and then there's like there's a little mine on like one side that's sort of like totally enclosed. And you can try to run through and get a, like a flank that way or something. So like I like how it's like it's small but it feels bigger than than it is because mm-hmm. of just like all the structures that exist but it also keeps its small tight feel with these ways that you can like get up on top of a tower or whatever and like sort of like get an overview of the whole map. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting because you can actually see, like, if you're used to a Counter-Strike or a Call of Duty, you go in your one lane, you can't really see the other lanes, except maybe for, like, a little part of it, you kind of peek into the other right. lane, like, where they cross. Yeah. But, like, in this, like, you can see the other lanes almost the whole time, like, especially if you're getting up on this, like, overpass in the middle or, like, on the right lane and left lane, there's, a there's like, a little staircase kind of part that you can kind of get up and see over and see different lanes. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's a different, like you feel like you're kind of playing a counter-strike but at the same time it it just throws you a whole different feel to it yeah um what's really fun is having break frags and siege so like oh, break yes. frags is a concept i guess it is existed in counter-strike except ex- counter-strike except that in counter-strike uh frags aren't that powerful so yeah. it's sort of a different thing but like modern warfare is what i think of as like the birth of of uh break frags and so basically what that is is you know each each team spawns in the same spot every round and you run down your lanes or whatever mm-hmm. and so people figure out okay this team is at this spot at around this time after the break and so I'm going to toss my frag here and like throw it over this tall building or like through this like crazy hole or whatever and like just finding like all these really cool spots that you can toss a frag and like just catch people like right as they run over that spot the frag falls at their feet and they you get like a quick kill off the bat yep. like that I always loved that about COD Four, and like I spent so much time like mastering those and like finding like really like really sweet ones and stuff, and like like especially ones that were like delayed, you know. So you'd like wait for somebody to because they eventually people would figure out like okay, you don't run here right away, so you like you yeah. wait for a second. So I'd find like the delayed ones where it's like okay, I'm gonna like do one a little bit farther up, but like wait for five seconds before I do it and be able to hit those and like so it's just so fun to have that concept in Siege now and yeah. like it's super hard to hit because it's there's only three people right versus like five or six in these other games that you play. Um, and not only that, it's it. hard to practice too. Cause it's not like you can go into a custom game and practice it. Like the right. map's not there. So you just have to do it in the game and try to kind of figure it out. Yeah. But uh, one thing that they'll say, like as I was like trying to figure that out and stuff, like I think it's a good thing that this is a two week event because very quickly people would like find ways to break this game. Oh Yeah. Like that's what I was finding is like, okay, this guy already knows that he just has to go to this one barrel and wait here and point his gun right here and like shoot at this exact second. And like, he'll catch people running by, you know what I mean? And so I think it's good that it's like, it's, it certainly hasn't been developed well enough to be uh, like a standalone permanent fixture in the game. Right. I think what this does show us though, is like siege is fun. Like just the engine that they've built siege on at this like at this point mm-hmm. what they made from siege is you really can make your whole different game out of this totally like there's room to do something like a team deathmatch like a five on five team deathmatch or something yeah and like after playing so the greatest thing about this honestly is it's a, it's five minute matches like the whole match takes five minutes and yeah, it's yeah, we didn't I'm mention already it's 130 per round yeah so i i did say that oh, but okay. that that boils down it's like a five minute like i timed how much it was taking me to go through matches and i would do two and ten minutes all the time it's like it's nice because it's like in siege you're gonna play a casual like at least 15 20 minutes at least Mm -hmm. i mean you can leave but like this you can you can do like your rocket league game where you go and you play five minutes and you're done like yeah i can go and do this real quick play one quick game before work or whatever it might be and that's super nice because and it's a good way to practice siege like in a way i mean it's not siege right but you can kind of like but yeah i mean you're still shooting yeah right so yeah, it's a good just quick warm up idea. Yeah, that, that's why I would love if they did some like five on five with respawns, like team deathmatch, where you could maybe not have special gadgets, but like have regular weapons and stuff, because that would be a really great way to warm up in siege. Like do a quick team deathmatch and then go and play real siege. Yeah, totally. I'm trying to think like is would team deathmatch like completely with respawns and everything be a good fit for siege? I mean, probably not, but this is working yeah but like i guess if you if you strip it down enough where it's like okay there's not going to be acogs and like there's Mm -hmm. there you know there there won't be special gadgets or like only these special gadgets or something only these operators or whatever um like you could probably make it work and you choose like the right maps where it kind of fits but yeah i mean they've showed us that you can they really can make like something totally different with siege yeah like i would have never expected in a long time something like this to come out no, in yeah, siege. like I, I would never have expected an event to stray so far from what siege is. Like, apart from like, I guess there's there was outbreak, which is like I uh, guess that's true. Is that the first event? I that think. was that was I think more of a test of the new game that they're right. coming out with. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but but then outbreak too. Like I mean, that's like a co-op thing. Yeah, and so like that's like while it is different, it's not like taking the PvP of siege and like completely shaking that up. Yeah, 
I'm still thinking about this team death de- team deathmatch thing. I think it would work, but you'd have to have smaller teams, like at five v five in like these small siege maps. Assuming that you're just well, going to do it on you a just make existing a map, map, I think. Yeah, so I think make one map just yeah. for team deathmatch. Yeah, I, I think people would like the idea of just being able to warm up like that. I think it'd be cool to do like a four on four in something like Villa or like New Hereford yeah, or something like too. that would work. I'd be fine with that. Um, actually, New Hereford kind of reminds me of like a Goldeneye map. It's obviously a lot bigger, but like yeah. Kind of feels like like a facility or something. I can see that, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. What else about showdown? You didn't like that they didn't have frags on both teams. Yeah, like so, like just the way that the game plays out. At least in my mind, it seems like actually defending the objective is kind of silly. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I mean, obviously, like once they are getting there, you want to kind of fall back and guard the objective. But like just sitting in the objective and setting up a defense doesn't really make sense because all you have right. is barbed wire and a deployable shield right so it just it seems kind of worthless to try to do that so like to me it would have made more sense i like i would have liked it to be a little bit more like counter-strike or call of duty 4 where like and i guess probably most of the other call of duties with search and destroy where the objective is like a little bit closer to the center so it's Mm -hmm. like it's a little bit defender leaning where defenders will get there first but they're not like spawning in it or like right next to it right and so they kind of also have to run to it and then they make a choice of okay do i like just hunker down on the objective or do i keep pushing and try to catch an attacker coming at me right um i would have liked that and then i would have liked to see both teams just have frags and smokes and play it out that way instead of like trying to make one team defense when it's not really that kind of game yeah i the problem too with it is it's like you have everyone should be the same speed like it's yes it's silly that you have like a rook and kaid and like you're only you're only three speeds on the defending team is kavera and alibi Right. It's like you should have which, I mean you can pick recruit, which is the yeah, three speed recruit. Three speed? Okay. Yes. Yeah. But it's like on offense you can do Ash, Maverick, and Capitao. They're all three speed. It's like there should everyone should be three speed in this because that's a huge yeah like penalty. Yeah, because like the slug shotgun is a one shot for everybody, right? Yeah, I mean or... especially if you, it's gonna be two shot, like no matter who you are. At least, because if it doesn't hit you, and if you're far enough, it can hit you in the chest or something. Okay. It doesn't kill you. So, but but, but it's going to down you, right? No, I don't think I've ever hit anybody and not downed them. I definitely have. Okay, well, it's close enough to the point where it's like just make everybody three speeds, yeah, and go from there. Yeah. Let's see what also, else. Also, on events like this, they need to allow everyone to pick the operators. Like, if you don't own alibi, you should be able to pick alibi on the event, because there's no reason not to yeah um, it's good that they have recruit enabled so you can still have the three speed but it's like there's especially on the ones like rainbow is magic or whatever or i guess madhouse was really more of a problem where they had like vigil and there was a couple of, of them or like some people just didn't have them and right. so they were stuck like picking recruit and it's like well that hurts our team a lot because right. now we don't have like actual gadgets mm-hmm. that we need and it's like they should just be able to pick those operators it's not like they can pick them in the game it's for the event that you forced them to like you're stuck with these five to figure yeah. it out yeah i'm trying like why should it be that you can't pick everybody out? I can't think of a good I reason. I don't think they really think about it that much. Probably not. Um, and they probably have to like work in a whole system yeah. to to do that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, are you enjoying it overall? Yeah, it's fun. Like I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't say like I'm going to play that over like regular Siege if I had the time, but it's definitely a fun way just to play the game and relax. Yeah, like I, I, I will probably play a lot more over the next week just because it's it's different and it's fun and it's fresh and stuff. Mm-hmm um but it definitely doesn't replace siege if if this no. was a permanent game mode i wouldn't play it very often i don't think no I, I don't think it would last as a when it first came out i was like oh yeah this should be permanent like this would be fun but as i've like played it more and more it's like yeah it's like already starting to die down on me a little bit like yeah. it's still fun for me but this wouldn't last permanent yeah but, but like we said i would like something like similar to like i would like to see a new game mode in siege and not just yeah. like a new game mode that's thrust into the casual and ranked right pools, not but, like, like a different type of security or hostage or anything right but something just totally separate on its own yeah because they have the player base you know like before it was like well they don't have the player base to, like try to split the community it's like at this point they do yeah they do and and i think as long as everybody sort of understands it, like this is a secondary thing it's just right. like for fun like we go we play ranked that's that's what we play but this is just to relax for a second yeah or this is so, why okay, i'm so, waiting for my squad to show up so let's say they are doing a second game mode right like what if you could choose like one type of game mode what would you want I would want like a domination type thing. Okay, yeah, that'd be fun. That's exactly what I would want. And uh, yeah, and with so domination, if you're not familiar, is uh, it's from Call of Duty. I'm sure other games have it too, where there's three points on the map, and you have to sort of capture a point and hold it. And as like 
as the time goes, you earn points for each point that you hold. Right. Um, so if you hold two and the other team holds one, you're earning points at a faster rate, and then it goes to until somebody reaches a certain point limit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that'd be really good, and like that could work well with um, with special gadgets. Obviously, you'd have to rework it a little bit to make them work in sort of a respawn type of uh, objective, right? Because right. Meister can't spawn with evil eyes every time, and yeah, like, I'm not sure point. how that would work. Yeah. Like you'd have That's to figure point. that out. But um, but you could definitely like you know have Capkin put his traps near one of the one of the domination yeah. points and try to hold it and stuff. So that would be a good mode. Um, capture the flag would be really fun too. Capture the flag would be fun. Capture the flag like, would be fun, even if it was like an attack and defend type of capture the flag. Yeah, yeah that'd be fun. Which I guess is just hostage. Is that just hostage? If it's attack and defend, capture yeah, the flag. I guess so. Anyway, I mean, but if you add a response, but yeah, if there are response. Yeah, but no, that'd be that'd be fun. Yeah. Um yeah, I would like and I would even like to see, you know, straight up just take the counter strike model and make siege more that way. And that's like a lot yeah. closer to what siege actually is, but just like just shift it a little bit. Yeah, and we're not saying again, not shifting the actual game. Leave no. the game how it is. No, just make a whole new mode and totally not. have fun with it. Cool. Okay, anything else on showdown? I have nothing. Wow, that was a really fast coverage of an event, I feel like. Well, it's a fast event. Yeah, if you guys have any showdown questions, let us know. Okay, um, let's talk about your Reddit post. Or no, let's let's talk about ranked. Yeah. Which is one of your Reddit posts. Correct. So this Reddit post is called Don't Worry, Ranked is Fixed Now. It's from U slash bit R. Yeah, B-I-T-T dash R. So it's basically just a screenshot of two ranked teams, one four to the other. Ranks are three plat threes and a copper four and a copper two against some silvers and golds. Mm-hmm. So clearly a couple of smurfs or people that have purposefully lost or being boosted that are down in copper with plat threes so that they could match against a team that's not as good as them. Right. And they're playing against this team that's just doesn't know these tactics that these plats are using. So we talked about this a little bit last week and a couple weeks ago as well, just like ranked and it's, it's looks like it's getting worse almost like the community is getting more and more mad as it happens more and more frequently. Mm-hmm. Like, people are really taking advantage of the fact that like you can queue up with this copper four and you can go against a team that really sucks. And yeah. like, or not even it's sucks, not fun. but just a team that's that yeah. way, has way less experience right. than you do. Right. right? Or that's way, what it is. Not as good as you. Right. And, and it's so, like, somebody made a comment in this post that I thought was like, that exactly summarizes exactly how I feel about it. And there was like, there's that feeling on after the first round of one of these mismatch things where you're like, Oh crap. This team is way better than yeah. us. Big Big Red seven two seven two seven two says it's soul crushing to lose one round and think, uh oh, this team is way better than we are. Right. It's like, yeah, I've had that where you yeah, get and you're like, like oh, uh, these guys are good. This is over. Or you see them just doing these weird spawn peaks. Like I've never seen that before. Guaranteed, that guy's like a plat two or a plat one. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, yeah, he is because you can't pull that crap against other plat twos and plat ones because they've seen that a billion times. Right. And and it is super crushing. It's just like. Well, this is not going to be fun for the next three rounds. I'm going to spend a lot of time sitting and watching kill cams yep. and, and like watching, like spectating people. And like, it's just not going to be any fun. And they're going to be talking all this crap. Like they're so good for beating players who are way lower ranked than them. It's like, shut up. Like it's, it's like if you're a freaking adult, like college basketball player and you're going playing basketball against 10 year olds, you're like, right. oh, I'm so good. And it's right. like, go play somebody who's your same yeah. skill level. Right. I didn't talk about how good you are. You freaking jerk. Like, yeah. It's the exact same thing. It's like at this point, and I've gotten more and more. I used to be so against like a diamond or like a platinum not being able to match up with his friend because he's copper or whatever. But you made such a good point where it's like, that's not fair to the other platinums that like now, like if you're doing by the highest MMR, which is like the other, there's like those, they're the two remedies. It's either don't let them queue up with each other because their rank is so different Mm -hmm. or make them play on the higher MMR so that you're not getting like, so these lower ranked players aren't getting screwed over because they're playing against a diamond. But it's like the other way around. Then you screw over all these other diamond players that like are stuck playing with your bronze teammate because you wanted to play with them. That's not fair to them. Right. Like now they're now they're going to be pissed at you and that sucks. So it's like right. the and only solution, honestly, is not allowing you to queue certain players. The other problem with just matching with the highest ranked player that somebody pointed out in this thread is like, okay, then how do you calculate the MMR after that? Right. Right. Like, is it some average MMR? So then like, well, now like I beat this, I beat, you know, three diamonds and two coppers. So now I get way less MMR than I would have gotten otherwise. Yeah. Or I get, or like if let's say it matches them against, uh, you know, golds and silvers, 
uh, and then they get like way too much MMR if they beat them or something. You yeah. know, it's just like it, it gets like really weird that way. Yeah. Um. So like to me, like again, like I said, I think it's just diamonds can match with plats, plats can match with diamonds and golds, golds can match with and golds and below can match with anyone. Yeah. And I think that's that's perfectly fair, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I, I just don't see why it should be anything but that. We are activating the PP at this moment in time. Yes. I mean, we don't have the power to do so, but we are attempting. We have PP engage. Okay. Any other uh, thoughts on ranked? Ranked is out of beta, right? Is yeah. It, there's no. I don't think there's a beta tag anymore. Which I, we didn't like notice or say anything about, but no. like ranked is out of beta. But so pretty sure it's not there. We're past that official thing that we've all been waiting for for freaking three and a half years. Right. Uh, furthermore, we are still only playing attack first. Yes, that's. I played a couple games last night, and I think just so we play with Justin Friendly pretty frequently, and he thinks it's him because he's played that casual games and like the showdown. He's always attacked first, no matter what it is. So he thinks it's just him that's cursed, and I think I've played almost all my ranked matches with him, but I've played a few without him. I've attacked first, so I, I mean, I don't know what's going on. If someone wants to talk to you, we talked about it. That'd be great because I'm sick of attacking first. That is certainly very. It's not helping. Um. Okay. So, your other Reddit post. Yes, my other Reddit post. This is the Reddit post of the week. This is actually the good one. Hit me. It's funny. So, this Reddit post is from you slash forever. forever. Yeah. So, he basically says, for those of you new to the game, here's a handy flowchart on post-match chat etiquette. So, it's it's really funny. So, like... First question is basically a flowchart. First question, did you win? Yes or no? Yes. And you say, easy clap, you scrubs, uninstall. If you didn't win, it asked, did you top frag for the team? If yes, and you say, trash team, can't carry hard enough, GG. And it's just this whole thing of like, did this stupid thing happen to you? Then you say, oh, Ubi servers suck. Game sucks. Hey, Reg is broken. What the freak? Like, <laughs> Wow, nice rush. Spawn peak. Kill yourself. <laughs> and then the best one at the very bottom, have you run out of excuses completely? Yes or no? It just says, just be racist, sexist, or homophobic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is perfect. That is exactly how Siege post-match chat etiquette works. Also, general rules. Never type this. Damn, sorry. I should have had that. My bad team. Sorry. <laughs> and the other rule. Are you playing in casual queue? F you. It's casual. If you want to try hard, play ranked. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's basically blame anybody else for your death because it's not your fault yeah but it's funny so it's we, funny. we'll link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out it's pretty funny yeah it did not get enough traction um i'll put my upvote here we go click make that button orange baby okay um i guess that's it for our main topics shall we get into some listener questions yeah lqs here we go <laughs> So, you can ask listener questions either on our Twitter at r6unrenowned, or you can go to the Discord, which is linked in the show notes, and you can get this podcast questionnaire rule, which we have a couple people that only need one more question to get there. So, I was actually surprised that, I'm not going to say any names yet, but someone that was very close to getting it actually did not get a question in this episode, so they would have been the first one, but they missed it. So, now there's a couple people that that are almost there. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so those are two places. You should definitely join that Discord. We have a great time in there. We should do another community play day. Yeah, we'll figure one out. Um, so actually, one thing that somebody mentioned, I'm going to try to find it so I can credit you. This wasn't actually a uh, a question, but just sort of feedback. I think it was on Twitter. Yeah, okay. So Helen DeKeller on Twitter said, you've said this on the podcast too, but the special event for last season was the Rainbow is Magic event, not the playlist with the new rule set right before the new season. Just wanted to let you know. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So we, we trashed them once or twice about like that, like last season's event was garbage because it was just a preview of ranked, yeah. but actually Rainbow is Magic was last season's event. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this season is the showdown. I think I was thinking more like that. Oh, I guess. For some reason, it just seemed like it was farther apart than that. Yeah. I think because typically the events have come later in the season. And so I like kind of just assumed that Rainbow's Magic was like at the tail end of the season before that. Right. Um, so my apologies to the Ubisoft team for that because 
that was not true and unfair. Um, furthermore, in the Discord, we have a podcast FAQs Ooh, area yeah. where you can see some of the questions that are asked pretty frequently, probably every week. There's another question about one of these things. Um, so you can go in there and read what our response would be to some of the questions that are asked super frequently. Yeah. Um, oh, and one more thing, which is not a question, but I just wanted to say on Games with Gold this week, if you're an Xbox gamer, one of the games is Inside which is from the same studio that developed Limbo. They're called Playdead. And Limbo is one of the greatest games of all time. So if you haven't played that, you should. And if uh, you haven't played Inside, it's not nearly as good as Limbo, but it's good and it's in the same vein. It's like just really like trippy and weird and kind of creepy. And it's like a 2D puzzle platformer. So it's, and it's like really short. You can get through it in like probably two or three hours. Uh, But it's just like, it's very like artsy, but like not in like a, annoying kind of way and just like a like this is really cool kind of way so uh yeah if you play on xbox you have xbox live gold go uh grab that game for free and play it and let me know what you think yeah because it's fun games with gold um but more importantly play limbo because Limbo's better our first question comes from the octave from the rainbow six i think it's the octave the octave i would think so sure the octave from the underground discord uh he says hey how do you guys handle the massive toxicity in siege do you have ideas how to make the game less toxic or the community or the community or how to find better ways to get rid of those toxic players yesterday i got in a match with a few randoms and we lost every round and i was the only one getting kills um basically people were toxic <laughs> so the best advice i could give you is just to ignore it someone that we play with just mutes text chat they don't even have text chat enabled so they don't see it at all yeah i mean honestly there is very little useful stuff that comes through text chat right it's so trash you can talk. totally ignore it so if, i mean the problem is i like the trash talk too much so they have to have it on so yeah, i can see what they're it's saying kind of fun right it's part of the experience but yeah if it bothers you i would turn it off and then other suggestions are you know try to try to uh, match with a team you know like if you can get with other teammates that definitely helps to curb it a little bit and then like if it's somebody on the enemy team like just trash talk back right like obviously like be as respectful as possible and don't cross any like lines that are gonna get you banned in the game or whatever right but like sometimes like i think people are just joking around especially if it's like opposite team just like banter i think people are just like having a fun time like ribbing each other a lot of the time and uh it, it can just be fun just to like get them back and then like try to beat them and yeah um also the octave his english is not his first language and he says sorry for the bad english but it's actually very good yeah good job i salute anybody who learned a second language because it's not easy not the easiest thing in the world okay uh six eyes said for the podcast if you could only play one map and one operator on each side for the rest of your siege career what would they be so so i guess are we assuming that the operators we play would also be on the one map correct interesting so i would choose consulate Mm -hmm. and i would choose valkyrie and probably twitch valkyrie and twitch is valkyrie that good on consulate i guess she is she's pretty good she's good on any map i just love the deagle i wouldn't be able to live without not using it (laughs) yeah and I just love, I love killing my show Evil Eyes with my Twitch drone. It just gives me so much, like, it just feels so good. I hate you. I know, but it feels so, it's so funny when I get them both, like, before the prep phase is even over. It's like, oh, that sucks. It, it really sucks. <laughs> sucks. Uh, gosh, I'm tempted to say House, because I love House so much. But it was the only map. Oh, gosh. I could, I, I could also be convinced to say Clubhouse. Yeah, so, okay, here's my my top probably four would be Bank. Uh, New Cafe actually would probably be okay up there. Um, and then Clubhouse and probably Border. Those are probably the fours. Which, like, I'm really tempted to say House, but I don't think I, I would. Because I, I guess in theory it wouldn't be ranked, right? Right. Like, you I, You wouldn't want to be stuck on, like, I love House too, but I wouldn't want to be stuck on House if I want to play, like, a competitive Siege. Yeah, but, but I don't know. House is just so fun. Um, but I won't say house. Coastline is also another really good one. Mm. In other words, all the maps Ryan just said should be the only maps in ranked right now. Yes, exactly. Along with consulate. Bank is fun, but and Bank's problem is that just that lobby. Like, I just yeah. hate that whole 
side of the map. Yeah. It's like I hate being over there. So that's like just something I'm always trying to avoid. And then like the runouts on bank are really annoying. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I might go with the border just because border is so well balanced and it's always fun. But then clubhouse, I'm going to say clubhouse clubhouse. And you know what? what operator did you pick? Um, so if I'm playing clubhouse, I'll probably go with maestro. Okay. I love like everybody knows I love maestro. Oh, but then castle. Ooh. Oh yeah. On clubhouse too. <laughs> yeah. Cause castle actually works on clubhouse really well. Um, Gosh, I'd probably go Maestro because Maestro is just like more uh, versatile okay. and like he like he's just more fun and they like you can play him in different kinds of ways and like be successful in different kinds of ways and so that's probably why I'd go Maestro on attack. I probably would just go with Thatcher because that's my main, um, and I don't really ever get tired of playing Thatcher. Hmm, I'm just looking. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Thatcher. Thatcher's a good safe pick that I'm not going to get bored of. So that's me. Thatcher and Maestro on Clubhouse. I'm surprised. If I would have guessed just like off the top of my head, I definitely wouldn't have said that. Yeah, something else. But yeah, when you think about it a little bit, I I did a little bit of thinking. I was like, I, I want to play Consulate because I love Consulate and I have to have Valkyrie and I just get so satisfied when I play Twitch and kill some of those evil eyes. Yeah. I could not give that up. Um, I would really miss Castle, I have to say. Who would you miss? Doc? <laughs> Yeah, Sledge. I'd probably miss Sledge a lot. I would miss Doc. I would miss... I would them. Honestly, those are the ones I miss the most. Buck, too. But Buck is just Sledge glorified. Yeah. Uh, also, when I brought up um, Castle, it reminded me, I listened to that Hot Breach podcast where they talked about the operator difficulty ratings. Uh-huh. Overall, it was pretty good. Like, And what it came down to is that their their criteria was just different. And each of them had different criteria. So like it was... It was just like it was just a really different perspective, right? Um, but the one that still didn't make any sense was all four of them voted Warden as a three, and it all it kind of came down to like, oh, you could get baited into using it at the wrong time, and I'm like, but you could do that for any operator, like you, you could yeah. you could say any operator, like oh, the other team could be better than you, and like would make you fail at that operator, right? Like it's yeah, it seems like Warden is as straightforward as it gets, and like none of them were saying necessarily like oh he, like he's hard to like make anything happen with, and so that's why like he, I would rate him hard. It was all just like yeah, like you could you could misuse it, and I'm like that seems like something like he his seems it, like the the hardest to misuse. What did they rate Castle as? Uh, Castle was three, I think, straight across the board. That's good. I mean, because I would argue the same thing with Castle. Could use it at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like again, that whole topic just comes down to what your criteria are and establishing right. that ahead of the, your conversation or, right. or your ratings or whatever. Anyway, smartkids.bet says, who needs the biggest nerf? Jackal, despite his terrible win-loss ratio, or Nomad with the third best win-loss ratio last season, but is never banned? I will say that the thing is just, it has to come down with how annoying they are. So, Jekyll's yeah. nerf is not because he's overpowered at all. He's not. Jack- Jekyll's uh, banning, you mean? Correct. Yeah. And the, the well, the nerf that we want from him is for him isn't because he's overpowered. Sure. It's because he's annoying. Same as Lion. Right. Same exact thing. Right. They they had some stat that like uh, Lion kills or like Lion scans generate a kill something like 3.8% of the time or something like that. Oh, weird. I didn't know that. And so it's just like... Yeah, like Lion doesn't actually generate kills. He's just super annoying to play against. Right. And that's the same thing with Jackal, and that's why he's banned so often and Nomad's not that way. So I don't I don't feel a need to ban Nomad because she's never there's never been a point where I'm like, Oh, this is annoying. Right. Like, oh I hate Nomad. But I have said that about Jackal multiple times. And mm-hmm. I, I play Jackal all the time. Mm-hmm. I love Jackal. Well, and for one thing, like at our rank, we just don't ever see Nomad. So why would we bother to ban her? You know, and like I, I feel like all these uh, assumptions that like these are the, these operators are always banned. That's coming from people around average rank, which is like the vast majority of the community, right? But I'm sure if you were up in like high plat diamond area, then they're not banning Kavira every match, right? Or Jackal. Right. They're right. they're banning like specifically for the map that they're playing. They're banning like because their team doesn't use this operator who's super good on this map, right? Or like whatever. Um, and so like, it's just a little naive, I think, to suggest that somebody needs a nerf or a buff because they're being banned or not being banned. Let's say the game gets to the point where it gets 100 operators in the game 
do you think at that point there needs to be three bands? Hmm. Because, I mean, how is that going to play out? Because it's like, okay, well, I'm going to ban Jacqueline Cavera, but now there's actually two other people that are the exact same thing as Jacqueline right. Cavera. Right. Well, so we're at, what, 50 now? Yeah, 52 or 48, something like that. We're, we're right around 50 now, so we're halfway there. Yeah. And, like, there aren't that many duplicates, like, straight up, like, you're sure. still fulfilling the same role in the same way True. type of thing. I mean, like, the closest would probably be Hibana and Thermite. Right. Um, And then, like, after that, who's the next closest, like, duplicate? I mean, Vigil and Nook, but they're on opposite sides. Right, Jaeger and Warden in a way. Um, Your hard breach denials like Mute and Banda, I guess they've been in the game for forever. But, I mean, you get Kaid now with Banda as well. Yeah, Kaid and Banda, that's pretty close. You get a couple more of those. Like, we're at 50. We have twice as many operators to go. That's true. Like, the... Honestly, in my mind, there's no way that they don't start duplicating some of these people in one way or another. Mm-hmm. I mean, traps. Like, there's going to be another trapper where it's like you want to eliminate. Like, let's say we want to get rid of Legion and Capcan because we are too dumb to look for the Capcan traps yeah. and we don't like Legion. <laughs> but it's like, well, now you have Shard that puts glass stuff on the floor, too. And you have this guy that puts, like, a chain thing that you follow. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's going to be another trapper along the way where it's like, we want to get rid of this type of operator, but you can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess I could see that. Like, it seems like it's going to add more time to that prep phase. Yeah, which, which sucks, like, right? Like, I feel like it's just another reason to, like, I like new operators, but stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, 50 is a lot already. And coming into the game, I, it's been a long time since I've said this. When I took a two-year break from Siege and I went on a mission, I came back. I knew most of the operators in the game. There was, there would have been, been sixteen new because there was two, two new each, every. Oh, I guess so. There have been sixteen new ones. Yeah, that I didn't know anything, and most of them, like I knew what they did for the most part, like I understood them. But it was like just having probably eight or ten that I didn't understand at all. Like trying to play was so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Where it was like the only reason I'm playing is because I know I love Siege because I played it before. Right. But if I was a new player, I would not want to play this game right now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just so frustrated. I'm so lost in these giant new maps. I'm so confused by, like, getting flashbang by this Ella thing or, like, this Echo hitting me at the same time with this invisible drone. Right. And, like, these invisible mines on the floor. Yeah. Like, I can't plant the diffuser. I can't sprint right. Like, what's going on? Like, as a new player, that sucks. So having, like, a hundred of those that you have to discern between. How League of Legends has new players to this day blows my mind. Yeah, you're totally right. And, like, I, I could say basically the same thing after taking a, like eight to 12 month break from the game, which mm-hmm. is like a much smaller break. And right. even then it's like, I come back, it's like, what's with the Sophia that just keeps shooting crap at me. Like <laughs> she has so many things. Like what is she doing to me right now? Or Dokubi, you know, like, right. Wait, wait, they can see our cams. How did that happen? how do I like, why does everybody die with an icon over them? Like what's happening? So yeah. Um, and, and maybe we exaggerate a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad. I but. mean, yeah, but it's hard. There's a lot to learn. There's certainly a lot to learn, especially with these like really subtle interactions between operators. Right. Okay, next question comes from the big lols. Do you think that people are using the pick and ban system effectively while taking into account the new three-round rotation? I appreciate the comfort bans, but it tactically makes sense to ban Jaeger if attacking first, etc. And people seem to also ban strong defending ops, even though they are defending first. Uh, it seems that a lot of people... Uh, is that a different question? Yeah, I guess yeah, it is. that's a different question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, since we're on the topic of bands already, let's, <laughs> let's dive into this. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the way that, that I look at it, at least, just because, like, I'm going to be attacking at some point, regardless, right? right? Or defending. Mm-hmm. Like, even if we win all three, I will still have to attack or defend at least once. Um, and I can't count on like, okay, we banned their strong ones. So we're necessarily, so we're going to win three, three defense, right? Like that doesn't necessarily equate to that. Right. So on the subreddit siege Academy, which is just like a, basically a sub that you should follow that just has like these little tips about siege. A lot of them you've already seen before, but there's sometimes there's something on there that's like really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, someone posted probably a week or so ago about like how no matter what you're going to have to play on the other team. So it doesn't matter. And this week, someone posted about how that's completely wrong because they they do this in pro league. They ban operators based on the fact that like we are attacking first, and we know if we have momentum, and then we only have to win two. Like that can get us the win right there. Sure. Because let's let's say for example, uh, they win, you win 
two attacks and they win one defense. Yeah. Hold on. Yes, that's correct. So now say that they're going to win two attacks, but say you win your one defense for, hold on. Because you have to win four. Right. But, okay, so let's say you're attacking first. Right. Let's just say that you win two attacks first, they win one defense, and then you swap. You win the one defense first, and then there's a fluke round. Like, you've already have the advantage where the fluke round comes in, Mm -hmm. that now you're on the defending team, and it's time for, like, a fluke round or something stupid happens. You've already won because you were on attack first, and you made good bands on defense. Sure. So it's like, it does matter to a point... like the logic is sound that like well either way we have to attack first so if they can do three and win defense three times and we can do three win defense three times right but siege has so much to do with momentum and like then like at that point too you have three rounds on attack to figure out like there's no mira how are they trying to figure it out and then what are we going to do like Mm -hmm. let's look at how we're attacking when there's no mira how are we going to do better defense than they're doing right now right yeah another thing to consider i guess is that like you know, if if you ban, let's say Mira is super strong on a map, and so you ban her, um, then you go and you're able to win two or three of the attack rounds. Well, now you can go pick the site on defense that you don't really need a Mira. Right. Right. And so, like, you just have to win that one site, and, and like, you were able to prevent them from winning on the sites where Mira is super strong. Right. Um. So, like, like, that does make sense, I guess. I guess just in my mind, it's just, like, we're just, we're not at the level where that matters as much as just, like, let's just not have to worry about Kavera. Right. Also true. So, I like, I can see it both ways. But, you, like, you're probably right to a certain extent. Um, the second question from Big Laws is, he says, it seems like a lot of people are arguing that shields should lose their one-hit melee. Do you think that's a viable nerf? I think people forget that doing this affects Blitz and Monty and may not be worth for both ops. I'd be down with it downing someone for a melee from a shield instead of killing them immediately. Like, I think that'd be a good... It's not a huge nerf, but it's something where it, like, at least slows them down a little. It slows that blitz down from just flashing you and mailing you, and, like, it's over. Yeah. Like, he has to, like... He has to finish you off, where it gives someone else a chance to get a refrag if they need it. I think what I would prefer is a cooldown on their melee. Yeah, okay. Right? Because, like, you think about, like, a, a blitz or a Monty where they're in, like, a 1v3 situation or something. Especially Monty. Let's say he's in a 1v2 with the kit down. Mm-hmm. right like if you say okay like he's able to drop his shield and get a melee on somebody before they kill them like that's a win for monty right? right like monty did amazing there and he deserves that win and so like to say that now that person is just downed it can crawl away while the other person has their gun up on monty you know and you know like that that doesn't seem fair yeah uh especially when like monty's a one-hit melee while he's got a giant shield up well i guess i guess you have to hit the shield away and hit him yeah but um like i think it'd be cool if it's just like hey they have a two second cooldown on their melee uh so they can't just like flash melee flash melee and just like melee their way through a whole thing right or like it's it's a little ridiculous when like montaigne can drop his shield and melee you before you can do anything about it like he can just stand in front of you drop it and melee all within like a second and a half right that that drop is a little fast right and it's like there should be some sort of delay before he can just like stand in your face and melee you like okay cool Yeah. (laughs) yeah Um. Yeah. I, I. I don't think I'd be in favor of, of not giving them the kill on melees. But a cooldown. Yeah. A cooldown. I think might work. All right. Agent M Knight. Uh. Says I recently joined Siege about a month ago. Um. Despite work and a girlfriend, I. I have two hours a day to play, so I get decent time to learn the maps. But I digress. I'm gold three. Um. And basically, he goes on to say he seems to die whenever he's pieing rooms. So if you haven't heard that before which i had had to ask chris what it meant um it's when you're like you're sort of like strafing around a corner or a door and like in like like a like pie chart filling the, the pie chart right, right as you're as you're like uh sweeping the room so he's saying uh i'm a decent shot caller and have managed to relay crucial info to my team at all times of the game my aim is decent but i can never properly see the enemy as i'm pieing any tips on how you pie a room i will say that so you're the reason you're gold three is because you have some like experience playing games, I assume. Like, because if not, you would be down in like the bronze or silver area sure. at least. Um, and that translates into siege. Like, if you have experience shooting guns in other games and like just game sense, you're going to be good and you're going to understand like when I die, I'm going to call out where I died from to the best of my knowledge or mm-hmm. with cardinal directions or something. The thing that's different about siege is especially when you get to like pine rooms or peeking corners and stuff, because there's a thing called peeker's advantage and it can go both ways. It can go... And this is true of all games, probably. Right. It can go to the person that's waiting for you because they're holding an angle waiting for you to peek that corner. 
and they can also go to the guy that's pying through him because he's going to pre-fire it and because of the like the lag and the um what's it called the delay the ping yeah the yeah lag basically the lag latency. basically latency that's what i'm looking for he's going to see them first by like a split second so he has a little bit of an advantage it used to be worse than it it's gotten a lot better um but the best thing for you to before you pie room is to not do that just to join it out first and yep. know where the guy is and yep. then as you're pieing the part that he's going to be at just start pre-firing yep and you'll catch him yeah that that's 100 percent the answer drone the room first like obviously this if you're out of drones that's a different thing right um but if, if you're droning rooms first then you're never having to find somebody while you're pieing or at least not like having no like, idea yeah, where they're gonna be anyone anyone yeah, and then pre-firing. Pre-firing is huge because then it's just they don't have a chance. Right. If you if you see me or Ryan play, sometimes we pre-fire like crazy oh. where it's like, my gosh, that guy was that- pre-firing for a whole second and a half before he got this. Like, yeah, well, I knew he was there. That Maestro LMG, man. <laughs> May as well start shooting you, now. Yeah, you, you don't have to wait for anything. <laughs> I have the bullets. Um, as far as like if, if you are out of drones or whatever, like, I don't know. Um, I mean, if you're out of drones, it's you just have to kind of hope for the best. If yeah. pre-fire the spots where you think people usually kind of hang out, that's what's going to help you. If you watch, if you watch pro league, they'll do that. They'll like just pre-fire at the spots that people are normally right. at mm-hmm. because it's going to help and them. We'll in even the do end. it through barricades and walls and stuff, right. just because they know the hot spots. But like, yeah, that's probably the biggest is just knowing where people tend to hide. Yeah. Um, and you just got to know if you're out of drones at that point. Like they know as for the most part especially on defense like they know that you're coming from a certain area they're just going to hold this weird angle where you're, you probably yeah. won't even see them as you're behind the room right because they have just their head sticking out at this like pixel angle waiting for you to peek yeah another thing you can do just to try to avoid it is just open a new hole right that's what's beautiful right. about siege it's like i don't want to peek that doorway because i know there's two people looking at it so you just open yourself a new hole and go there yeah that works too um our next question comes from dark romantic 17 he said it's been a while since i posted in here but last time i aired my nerves about playing ranked for the first time i'm proud to say i finished my placements and i'm officially gold of three nice good job, good job. Um, my question do you guys have anything special to practice aim and gun skill for siege nope no <laughs> we don't i'm bad we, we yeah ryan tried to change his sensitivity today oh. and he was like right, it's going back yeah it's... <laughs> at least it went halfway back because i can't do it it was too hard yeah too hard that's what she said um like i think like the most common thing that people do is they'll just play a lot of terrorist hunt yeah just to get like it's a good get used to head height and like get yep. used to flicking at things and right. you know just just sort of warm up a little bit um that's that's probably the best you can do because unfortunately siege doesn't really have any other like quick way to practice just killing right like yeah. like when we used to play call of duty 4 i'm bringing this up again i'm sorry but when we used to play call of duty 4 all the time like our main game was search and destroy but almost every night that we played we would hop into domination once or twice ahead of that just because it gets you in like you get a lot more combat in that 20 minute domination game than you will over the next three search and destroy games so you just need that to sort of warm up yeah it's true and that's that's why i mean just a little bit ago we're talking about hopefully some sort of team deathmatch or domination or something can get into siege so that we can have that sort of warm up yeah going in next question is from just goodbye he basically wrote down like a pretty well written longer post in the podcast questions channel about nerfing the f2 because it's so powerful i'd call it an essay yeah it's it's a persuasive essay <laughs> so there's a few things that he talks about he says reducing the damage or giving it 25 round magazine possibly removing the acog and he talks about why like removing the acog could be bad because she doesn't have like another viable weapon to switch to whereas like ash has the g36c um basically it's a really long question but it's also really good so you should take the time to go and read it i would say like at this i'd be fine with removing the acog from the f2 just because that's what we've done to ash mm-hmm. and i'd be fine honestly removing the acog from almost every gun in the game for siege because of the one shot headshot mechanic that makes them so powerful which is silly in a close quarters combat game um but at the same time it's like i don't i don't see it as a huge problem right now like i don't feel like the f2 is overpowered it's good it's very good but i don't feel like it was the r4c yeah, and like the thing is, if you you take it off the F two, like they're just gonna find the next operator that has the next like most awesome gun with an ACOG, right? right? Like it's it's just it's a never ending cycle. Like unless there is something drastic that's done about uh, ACOGs, really, like I just don't see it changing. Yeah, agreed. Okay, Jukas asked uh, a good off topic question, which are encouraged. Like it doesn't all have to be siege, which yeah. you know. Good job. Uh, what are some things you guys like doing as hobbies besides gaming? So, I mean, we we both like TV. 
I mean, everybody watches Netflix, right? <laughs> right. Um, I actually, I, I like sports. Like if there's like a sporting event or something that like either my church is doing or like I, I work as a server at a restaurant. Our restaurant had a tournament for softball that I went and played at. I love stuff like that. Like especially, I think softball is super fun. It's like I love playing in tournaments like that. Like it's super fun and pretty athletic. So like the like sporting events are way fun for me. Yeah, super fun. Playing sports. And, and we love just like kind of like backyard games like yeah. uh, spike ball is a fun one. Yeah. Um, our brother-in-law just got these like mini this mini lacrosse set. So yeah. like we've been playing that recently where it's just like these little sticks and we're playing lacrosse and that's fun. Yep. Um, also, we really like uh, like tabletop games. So like we mentioned Secret Hitler before. It's a really fun one. And then tons of tabletop games that we play. Yeah. Uh, it's usually see. when families in town or yeah. more of us are here, I guess. It's, it's definitely something we have to do like with our family, with yeah. our siblings and stuff. Um, and then of course I spent a ton of time just like playing with my kids and everything, but yeah. Also like, I don't know if you can classify this as a hobby, but like, I really enjoy like working on my lawn, like <laughs> just like mowing my lawn and like, uh, like it, it, I guess podcasts are like a really big hobby of mine. And so, um, like I love as far as like, chores go, like a good excuse to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Like, like, uh, yard work is just such a good podcast time. And like, it's, it's like really satisfying to mow the lawn and like see it all freshly cut and look super nice. And like, it's something that you can just put a little bit of time into and like get like really good results. Yeah. Immediate results. And make it look like really nice. So it's like, it's, I guess it's like a chore slash hobby. Yeah. So there's that. This is stuff we like. I am still sore from playing. Actually not anymore, but I played softball on Monday and I was sore for like five days straight. (laughs) <laughs> it, was, it was bad he went all out I, I played like eight games though so i felt pretty good about it um striker 1025 says why 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 are we still dealing with a bug where the game grants you a pack but once you get to the main menu it says you don't have any i watched that wheel grant me a pack on five percent when i went to the menu there went on to open initiate the pp to get this fixed please <laughs> um we will do our best and tell ubisoft to fix it for you it is annoying if you just usually when you play another match it shows up or if you log out of you play or just exit and close you play and open the game it'll show up for you it's not gone it'll show up it just doesn't show up right away yeah um also i had a weird i think it was just a bug but i had a thing today so like you know when you you're opening an alpha pack and then like you get into a game before like you see the card flip around so you don't even know what you got Uh um so that happened to me with one of my showdown packs today and then when we finished the showdown game it like showed me the screen of what i got but it said duplicate or so it didn't show me the screen of what I got, but it it just showed like the duplicate notification, uh-huh. and it said that I got renown, like exchange for renown or whatever. So I don't know if a it was just like a weird glitch because it like because the game loaded as as, as it, it was showing me thing, or if I actually got a duplicate showdown event, which would have been super disappointing. Which is not supposed to happen. They're supposed to be. I would be very upset. Yeah. I haven't like gone through and looked yet, but. I would be very upset. There does need to be some sort of way where you can see like your recent stuff. Cause like some of the stuff I just skip right past it. Some like weapon skin or something. I don't really realize I'm like, shoot, what did I even get? And it's like, I'm not going to go check every single weapon skin and be like, right. which one's new? It's so hard to navigate. Like, have that no idea. Uh, yeah. I wish there was like a recent history thing that would show you like what you, what you just got. And then yeah. also there should be an equip now button from, from the unlock. Right. I think there's, there's a view now button or something. Oh, is there? There's something I'm pretty sure. I don't I think I've seen wrong. it, but uh, yeah, like I, I yeah. Um, for speaking of bugs, there's a bug now. So we talked about like the angled bracket or the greater symbol or whatever. That's what it's called, right? Angle bracket. Yeah. So we talked about that. Like would like lag the game. Apparently, if you put quotation marks in the chat, fill it with that, it crashes everybody's game. It's like like crashes it. Crash to menu. Cool. Yeah. No crash crash to like, like Windows desktop. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> cool that's in the game so <laughs> don't do that please don't do that but that's a thing right now so hopefully and they're looking into getting it fixed but it's just funny how like something in text chat will crash there used to be a funny bug on iphones where you could send like this text message to someone else's iphone and it would literally shut down their phone <laughs> like it would turn off it was the, the i was <laughs> i remember like sitting somewhere one time someone like knew me and saw me and sent it to me and i was like what the freak just happened like i turn my phone back on i see this text and they're like laughing i was like this is the dumbest thing you sent that to me through a text message and it literally shut down my phone that's awesome like what go iphone i still love my iphone (laughs) all right guys that's gonna wrap it up for today thanks so much for listening we love your support if you want to help uh help support us you can go leave us a review on itunes and uh 
yeah, don't forget to also follow us on Twitch and YouTube. I'm Ryguy with a W. I'm just hello with three O's. And you can find us there streaming the Siege. We should be on tonight. As you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday, we'll be streaming Siege tonight. We and said that last time, but this time we actually yeah, we will didn't be. Last time. We, had, was, we had a sibling a in town. so uh, We got a lot of siblings, and they all come visit. Yeah, which is nice. <laughs> which is good. But it ruins our Siege. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll catch you with a new episode next Wednesday. Just goodbye. Goodbye.